What's up, everybody? This is, I would say, the debut episode of Whale Talk with me, Emmanuel Diaz. You know, I would be the whale. So, yeah, I'm just here to talk about, you know, wrestling, anime here and there. Yeah, wrestling, anime, video games, whatever strikes my fancy. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of WWE talk, a lot of New Japan talk, you know. Maybe some Ring of Honor thrown in there, but... Yeah, let's give it the world. I attended Money in the Bank pay-per-view yesterday. So I'm recording this on Monday morning. So, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, uh... Again, it's always a different experience being there live. But I, I got what I wanted to see, which was to see Daniel Bryan. So, <laughs> I wanted to see Daniel Bryan. I wanted to see, um... Seth versus AJ. But, yeah, I think the pay-per-view overall, I give it I give it two thumbs up. It was pretty good. You know, well, the ending was trash. That, But we'll get to that. The ending was fucking trash. But that that's about it. Like, I get it. You wanted heat. But there was another way to do it. So, yeah, let's get started. So, pre-show match. Started off with Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Captain Planet and fucking mini Captain Planet. Uh, versus the Usos. Usos were over as fuck. Everyone was pretty good. I was going crazy for the Uso theme song, of course. Uh, but this match was solid, pretty good. Not better than their match on SmackDown, but this match was pretty damn solid. Uh, Rowan ate a bunch of super kicks out there. Uh, Daniel went to go do a dive, and he got caught with super kicks. I thought that was cool. Uh, Usos hit the double Uso splash and got the clean victory. It was non-title. As soon as they said it was non-title, which I didn't catch that before, I guess. But, yeah, as soon as they said it was non-title, I was like, that's it. D. Brian, they're losing, which I'm like, it's cool. Like, I wish Brian would have not taken the pin. Like, what the fuck is Rowan there for? Also, I see you, Rowan, with the Slipknot shirt. I see you. My boy's excited of the new song. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely um, a pretty solid match. I liked it. You know, crowd was hot for the finish. So, I was like, hey, cool. I, this little feud is kind of weird. I wish the Usos could just stay on Raw because... The whole wild card rule is just legit horrible. It makes me not want to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I just hate the wild card rule because, like, I love the separate rosters. I love that people get chances, you know, to do stuff they can't do. But now the wild card rule just throws it out because, like, Usos and AJ are back on SmackDown basically. So I'm like, what's the point? Well, you know, that's Vince McMahon. Uh, next match. It's the start of the actual show. No cruiserweights on the pre-show. They were actually on the main show. I was very shocked, but... Yeah, next match would be Money in the Women's Money in the Bank. Which would be Bailey versus Nikki Cross versus Natty versus Naomi versus Carmella, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, and Ember Spoon. Ember Moon. <laughs> Uh, this match was actually pretty solid. It was like, um, not the best women's money in the bank match, but it was pretty good. It had some crazy spots. I loved fucking Naomi's B outfit. I thought that was fucking awesome. She, she legit was the B from fucking Teen Titans. I don't remember her name, but I thought that was really cool. I was like, yo, that's awesome. Uh, Nikki did the whole helicopter ladder spot, which is kind of cool, you know. ECW, I, I started the ECW chant on that one. I was like, you know what, fuck it, someone's got to do it every episode or every show. Uh, Ember Moon had uh, Nikki Cross in the backpack position because Nikki Cross was got her in a sleeper hold. And she just fucking ran up and slammed her on the ladder. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Uh, Naomi was about to get squished by two ladders, and then she ended up doing a full split and dodging both ladders. That was awesome. Actually, believe it or not, my pick to win was Ember Moon, but I wouldn't have minded Naomi. I thought she was actually killing it, and, you know, the outfit was on point. Uh, Bailey got sandwiched in between the ladder. It was actually a nasty-looking spot. They almost fucked it up, but it was between Mandy and Natty. They were just smashing her together. I was like, oh, boy, what the hell? Eclipse, uh, Ember Moon set up a ladder on the outside, landed on Eclipse and Natty inside the ring. That was probably my spot of the night right there for that match. I thought that was great. Uh, fucking, uh, so Sonya screws Carmella. Carmella did this weird thing. It was kind of awkward where she's just like, Got hurt, I guess. And then she, like, pushed Mandy away. And she's like, get away from me. Get away from me. And Mandy looked like, what the fuck do I do? I don't know what was going on. I don't know if that was a shoot or not. Because she's like, get away from me. She goes outside. The doctors take her away. And then she pulls the Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble spot. She comes back later on. I thought this was going to be her winning it. Because she's won the last two. I was like, oh, shit. Carmella's going to keep winning fucking Mella's money. But, no, she got screwed. Fucking they came in. And, uh, took her out, fuck it, uh, yeah, she came back out and took out Mandy, and Sonya came in, big Sonya, I wish she was in the match, I love Sonya, Sonya's underrated, she's great. Sonya comes in, screws Carmella, fucking, I love this spot where she basically lifts Mandy on her shoulders, climbs the ladder with her, Bailey meets them at the top, gives them the stare down, pushes down, and Bailey wins money in the bank, not the person I would've wished to win, again, Ember Moon would've been the... Better choice. Nikki Cross was my dark horse pick. But it was a solid match. I give it. It was actually a good match. A lot of stuff. And yeah. As we see what Bailey did later. We'll get to that. <laughs> Next match was United States Championship. Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. First time seeing both these guys live. So that was awesome. I was hot for Joe, man. I was in there. Joe. 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 I thought the match was fucking... Um, I thought that they were finally going to get some time, but it was a rematch from WrestleMania 35. And it ended in just a couple minutes. Fucking Mysterio countered a powerbomb into a Hurricanrana pinning. One, two, three, done. But I guess, basically, Joe's shoulder was completely up. So that's the story right there. So Ray, you know, he got a bullshit win. Uh, fucking uh, Joe was cut open in the first, like, five seconds of the match. He got kicked in the face. He was cut open. There was a lot of, like, bleeding on this show. Of course, every money in the bank feels like the last one. But yeah, Joe was legit busted open. Blood was pouring down his fucking nose. I think, I think it was his nose. So yeah, Mysterio won in like two seconds. Dominic came out to celebrate. Joe ran back, beat the shit out of Mysterio. Destroyed him with a couple Uranagis. Dominic was watching. We were all chanting like, Dominic, you're the worst son ever. You piece of shit. Why the hell are you not helping your father? <laughs> Help your poppy. <laughs> This is why Eddie didn't fucking win you. <laughs> I was just like, come on, Dominic, get a frog splash or do something. So, yeah, definitely, you know, it's what it's going for, which is Dominic getting physical with Joe. Joe's going to choke out Dominic one of these days. This is exactly what we're heading to. You know, I'm like, I, I like the build, but the whole hot potato with the title thing, I'm not a fan of, honestly, because I'm just like, you could have done all of this. You know what I mean? And have Joe keep the title. You could have just, you know, have Joe beat the shit out of him. Have Dominic, like, wave off the match or something. You could have done something with it. But I even say, eh, it's Ray. I'm never going to hate on Ray Mysterio, so. Next is Shane McMahon, the best in the world. Ah, 
versus the Miz. Babyface Miz is somehow working, and I'm not a fan. Like I don't, I just, I love the Miz. The Miz has been my guy since fucking who raw all those days in SmackDown. I've always had a thing for the Miz. It's always been my guy, but I love Shane too. But Shane is killing the heel run right now. I wasn't a fan of it at first, but he's killing it. That whole best in the world thing is fucking hilarious. But Babyface Miz, legit, I have no interest in a Babyface Miz. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, this this match was okay. It, it was a it was a decent match. It didn't like it was okay. Like for a cage match, you know, it was decent. Um, it was cool that Shane won by actually escaping because I feel like that's what the cage match is for, escaping. Like it always pisses me off when they do the cage match and they win by like pin or submission. I'm like, what's the fucking point? You could just had a regular ass match. But yeah, this match is kind of cool. You know, they did some stuff. Uh, Miz was trying to. Miz hit a skull question finale on the fucking uh, chair. That was cool. Uh, fucking, like, there was a rope break that everyone started chanting bullshit. Because I'm just like, why the fuck is there a rope break in a steel cage match? And then later on, you got uh, fucking Shane locking on the submission to Miz. And Miz is touching the rope, but he doesn't get a rope break. So I'm like, is it supposed to be? Or is it just WWE being fucking weird? Miz hit a shitty looking frog splash. <laughs> Oh, we tried to we tried to be like, oh, Miz never do that again. That was a shit frog splash, but basically a wind down where uh, Miz was trying to catch Shane from escaping. They met at the top. Shane slipped away. He Miz grabbed him by the shirt, but uh, Shane slipped down from the shirt. And the first thing I thought was when I saw that, not oh Shane won, oh the Miz, you know whatever. I'm like Shane is fucking jacked, brother. Oh my lord, I'm like dude, why are you not wrestling with that shirt? I'm like, dude, Shane is jacked. He's jacked to the gills, brother. But yeah, these guys, um, it was it was a simple match, you know what I'm saying? It was good. Like it wasn't bad, it wasn't great, but it was it was solid. It was a continues to feud. Uh I guess Miz has to win one time. Fucking Miz has lost twice, but they've both been with bullshit, so I'm like, you keep some Miz strong. So it was a decent little match. Uh next match, Cruiserweight Championship, Tony Nese versus Fucking big money Davari, fucking uh, Davari De Niro. Um, uh, this match really pissed me off. Like, I, I actually was looking forward to this match. Um, it would have benefited more from being on the pre-show. I'm glad it wasn't, but I was so pissed. Legit, I think I saw like half of the arena get up and leave just to go get snacks or use the bathroom. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is why WWE thinks the Cruiserweights don't matter. Like, I love 205 Live. I watch it all the time. It's great. Tony Nese is a pretty good champion. I was really big on Davari. I really wanted Davari to win. But Tony Nese ended up retaining. But the match was sweet. They had some cool spots. Like, they did some cool stuff. But that's just, no one cared, man. They were chanting, this is boring, before they even locked up. I was just like, why would you chant that before these guys even get a chance to show you what they can do? Like, both these guys are great. Especially, like... Davari's awesome. I love Davari, but Tony Nese is a fucking freak athlete, dude. But everyone's like, oh, this is boring. This is boring. I'm just like, you haven't even watched. Like, give them a chance to start. If you, you, They're eight minutes down the line, seven minutes down the line. They didn't grab your attention. Sure, chant, this is boring. But they haven't even fucking locked up yet. And you're over here, this is boring. I'm like, this is why this company is never going to change. Because people like that. But I don't know. That just really pissed me off. And I'm like. Uh, I'll take it. 
You know, some people were saying, oh, I, I don't know, they should have aired this between the, 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 during the Game of Thrones finale or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about no goddamn Game of Thrones. <laughs> fuck that shit. But it was a strong effort, you know. The crowd just kind of messed it up. There was Tony Nese had that Fillsbury fucking flop that AJ used to do in TNA. That was great. He landed on his fucking feet, followed up with a 450. We didn't get the thing. Davari hit the fucking um, frog splash, picked him back up, and hit the fucking hammerlock lariat. You know, the whole Pepsi twist. I thought that was it, but no. Fucking knees kicked out, then hit the running knees and to the corner, and he won. Uh, good little match here. I really wanted Davari to win because I've been really digging Davari's whole fucking De Niro gimmick. I thought, I think it's great, but. I just felt really bad. I was just like, that was so unnecessary. Also, Davari got a special entrance. He came in a fucking, like, Mercedes or something. Thought that was cool. Like, I'm telling you, Davari's pretty talented. Tony Nieces, too. So, yeah, Sami Zayn is trying to hide. He's trying to talk to Triple H. And he, Triple H is basically, yeah, yo, put your hair up and square up. <laughs> uh, Zayn is over here just trying to run for fucking Braun. Braun's just trying to kill him. And, uh... Yeah, fucking Triple H is over here blaming Strowman for attacking Sammy because Sammy was found upside down. Like, beat the, someone beat the shit out of him. And the whole time, I'm like, fucking Bray, man. If Bray takes this man's spot, it would explode the fucking arena. Yowie, fucking wowie. But uh, that didn't happen, sadly. Next match is a Becky Two Belts first match versus Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans, which... I love Becky Lynch. Don't get me wrong, but I do. I am not a fan of this man gimmick at all. I know it's a very unpopular opinion. Like I'm very happy for what Becky has accomplished, but I am not a fan of the man gimmick. It's just, it's stupid. You know what I mean? Like it's just dumb. Like I get it. It's a mindset, whatever. But like, no, like you're not Ric Flair. Like. You over here mocking Charlotte for the whole Ric Flair thing. You're, you know, that's Ric Flair. Or, you know, when Seth was calling himself the man. But I guess she's dating Seth, so it doesn't matter. Now. So, uh, Lacey, I'm not going to lie. I, I, you know, I watch NXT all the time. Uh, Lacey, I liked, but I never really saw, you know. I knew Vince was going to be like, yo, that's my girl. You know, blonde. Uh, tall. Uh, I'm a fucking genius. But I was like, all right, Lacey's good. She's solid. But she has been very impressive lately with her promo skills, her in-ring, you know, the way she's promoting that women's right. She has been on point on her character game, which I respect. Like, anyone who can get that into their character, I completely respect, which Lacey has earned my respect. I was like, you know what? I actually want her to win. I wanted Lacey to get the shock win. But, yeah, they had a good little match. Uh, Lacey got to show off a little bit of her skills, but... I was actually very disappointed. Lynch countered the fucking with a disarmor real quick, and Lacey tapped so quick. I have no idea. Like it was a very short match. It had to be about like five six minutes. If I had to look up match times, I was very disappointed. You have been building up Lacey, like you know, Becky's like kryptonite at this point. Becky has not gotten one up on Lacey and. You know, just disarmor tapped out. Two seconds done. I was like, it was a solid. It was okay match. It was. I was just very disappointed. I'm just like, you could, you didn't have to have Lacey tapped out. Like you, you know, Becky Lynch uses that suplex sometimes. Um, 
like pup handle fucking back exploder or something like that. You could have just had that or a roll up or something. You know, make it like Becky Lynch is trying to win quick, but not make it. Oh, she just got Lacey tapped out two seconds, but I thought it was new. Uh, Lacey's whole money gun gimmick was kind of cool too, but uh, that was lame. But basically, I guess why they did it, it was keep that match short because right after that, we had the Queen Charlotte Flair. I am telling you right now, I was public enemy number one. I booed Becky. And I was cheering Charlotte because Charlotte is my girl. Charlotte is the greatest woman's wrestler right now. Like, no one touches Charlotte Flair. I'm telling you right now. This is from a guy who watches stardom. You know, I watch everything I can. I watch indies. I watch everything. There's just... Charlotte Flair is untouchable. Second would probably be Io Shirai to me. But Charlotte Flair is on a whole other level. Like, her promo work. Her in-ring work. Her moveset, just everything Charlotte does is fucking gold. She's great. I love heel Charlotte. That's where she's to stay forever. <laughs> but we did, we actually got a real match between these two. It was actually a pretty cool match, you know. Charlotte came out. She's like, no, 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 you're not done yet. Get in this fucking ring, boy. You're the man. Come on, we're doing this. But, yeah, it went down. It was going to, you know, go a little back and forth there. Again, it's Charlotte versus Becky. We've seen it a thousand times, but it's it's always good. It's always going to be good. It's like Usos versus New Day. We saw it a million times, but it was fucking gold every time we had it. So, yeah, Flair, fucking bounced out, hit the winning combination. She hit a big boot to Lynch's face. She loved it. One with a big boot. One, two, three, done. Fucking Lacey interfered and was able to help Charlotte win. Charlotte is nine-time, nine-time women's champion, so that was cool. I, I was marking the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, yo, let's get it, Charlotte Flair. I got middle, I, everyone was giving me the middle finger. They were telling me to suck it. And I was like, fuck all you guys. Charlotte Flair is the greatest. <laughs> I don't care. Um... Furious attack after the thing. Lynch was getting the shit beat out of here by Lacey Evans. She was trying to fight back. Flair and Evans were working together. They're beating the crap out of Becky. Bailey's music hit. Bailey ran down with the briefcase. Saved Lynch. Bailey took out Evans, but threw Flair. They beat the crap. Uh, she beat the crap out of Flair. And then basically, I was like, oh no. I was hoping Bailey would have turned heel and gone after Becky, but. Bailey dragged in Flair at the corner, hit the flying elbow, one, two, three. Bailey is now the new SmackDown Women's Champion. I don't know what is it with these women, man. They like cashing in those briefcases quick, if you remember Alexa Blissey. So, yeah, Bailey is the new Women's Champion, but, hey, she was over as fuck. Not my pick. I would have rather seen Charlotte keep it, but, hey, we're getting to Charlotte ten times now, so... I'll take it, but Bailey deserves it. Like, I like Bailey, but, you know, she's been really just unimpressive lately. But, hey, she's got her momentum back. Fucking, this girl is over as fuck. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, people are, like, trying to kill me over here because I'm over here cheering Charlotte Flair. But, good for her. It was a good, it was a good moment for fucking, um, it was a good moment for, uh, Bailey. Which, I want to know... Yeah, Bailey is now a super grand slam because she won the NXT Women's, uh, Raw Women's, and SmackDown Women's. So, good job for Bailey. Good job. Next is uh, Roman Reigns the Big Dog versus Elias. 
So, basically, Elias beat the shit out of Roman backstage. He broke his guitar. He comes out, you know, to tell us we all suck, which is great, because I agreed with him. Hartford sucks. <laughs> That's living in Connecticut. I can tell you right now, Hartford sucks. <laughs> I was like, we agree. We want Everyone was just like, we agree. Elias, you, you don't have to tell us. Don't worry. Uh, it was cool. He buffed out an electric guitar, because, you know, he was just like, well, I have to use this guitar, because I broke my other guitar, and he just, like, made it sound like it was an accident. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, Elias is doing his thing. Elias is also, you know, very underrated. He's not the greatest in the ring, but this man can control a crowd like no other. He really should be IC title, like IC champion or US champion. He should be something, man. I would love a little program between, like, Ray and Elias when, like, the Joe, Joe thing is done. But Elias is underrated, man. But I, he's, they're doing the thing to him that I, hey, I call it the Vince McMahon special. When you're over and they're just going to have you lose because, hey, he's over. It's okay. So, Roman music hits, and I'm not the greatest Roman Reigns fan of ever. I like Roman as a person, but the character of Roman Reigns is trash. I'm going to tell you right now. So, basically, Roman comes out, his music hits, Elias goes to check it out. Superman punch! Ooh. Throws him in the ring, spear, one, two, three. Elias got beat in, like, fucking five seconds. I was dying, dude, because, like, everyone around me was so pissed, and I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, oh, it's the big dog, like, what the hell did you guys expect, if it was a match, guess what, Elias would have lost anyway, so I'm just like, you know, I just ran with it, but I have no idea what they're doing with Roman Reigns, this dude feels like he's just coasting right now, he just, like, has nothing really to do, you know what I mean, but yeah, he's Roman Reigns, so he's always going to be involved in something. I'm waiting for them to pull the trigger on that uh, Seth versus Roman Reigns match. And you know how that one's going to end. <gasps> Ooh, ah, spear. <laughs> Next match. Dream match right here. Seth Rollins is on my top five. Like, my top five best wrestlers right now is Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Throwing Adam Cole in there. Fucking, um... Just, I have a very, very, you know, specific list right now, but Seth Rollins has been, like, one of my favorites since I saw him in Ring of Honor. I was a big, big Tyler Black fan. Always liked Seth Rollins. He's always been legit, like, one of my favorites. AJ, I consider to be, like, almost the greatest wrestler I've ever seen. It's, like, him and Sean, and I would say Kenny now fall in that category, where they're just, like, they're so good. Like, it's unbelievable. I've always had very, very high, like, praise for AJ Styles ever since I've seen him in TNA. Because AJ is a fucking super mega performer. Seth is great, too. Seth is amazing. So, this match was everything I wanted. This match was match of the night for me. It was fucking incredible. Everything they did. AJ busting out the old torture rack, spin bomb from TNA, hit me with the phenomenon moonsault DDT, like, AJ gave us all the old moves, he gave us the old fucking, he's down, hit him with the Huracurana reversal, like, AJ was on point, man, because AJ has been coasting, AJ has been doing nothing, but this match was fucking incredible, just great technical back and forth, Fucking uh, Rollins tried to go for the fucking rain trigger early, countered it. Uh, fucking impressive uh, feat of strength by Rollins pick. He deadlifted AJ up and got him with the buckle bomb. I thought that was great. Just a great match. Um, I want I wanted my fucking uh, 
spot so bad. The superplex into the Falcons arrow. I was waiting for that shit, bro. I was waiting for it. But he had the reverse suplex into the fucking um, Bloody Sunday. Reverse Bloody Sunday. I thought that was fucking great. I thought AJ almost had it when he caught, the, caught, caught him in the calf killer. Because he was reeling on that thing back. And I was thinking of fucking Seth's knees. You know, the bronze kneecap, as I call him. Because my boy's got the weakest knees. <laughs> I love you, Seth. But you got weak knees, baby. Uh, I thought that was going to be it. But no. Uh, best fucking spot of the night. This spot was incredible. So, AJ's down. Seth's about to burn it down. Hit the curve stomp. AJ, as soon as uh, Seth touches his back with his leg. AJ lifts him up. Catches him in a power on position. Drops him with the Styles Clash. So he catapulted him, caught him, switched it over to a Styles Clash. I thought that was it. I couldn't. Like, that spot was incredible. But it was crazy. Uh, Seth came in, hit the fucking uh, rain trigger, followed up with a super kick, stomp, one, two, three, clean as all hell. Seth won clean, which I'm just like, that's crazy. I was waiting for the AJ Styles heel turn. It didn't happen. He came back in. They shaked hands. I was like, great. Just an amazing match. A+. plus. Definitely can't wait to go watch it back. You know what I mean? Because I was there live, but I want to watch it back. It was just great. I was cheering both guys. It's just fantastic. I was like, it was just incredible. It's just a great match. Random segment here. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm going to take a little water break right now. Excuse me real quick. You know, because I'm just professional as all hell. <sighs> ah, I feel like Taz right now. Water, water, water break Jones right now. <clears throat> ah. Well, well, first episode of this, so, you know, going to be a little parched. So, we started off with a random segment of Laura Sullivan destroying the Lucha House Party. I got hyped when I saw the Lucha House Party because I'm like, oh, the War Raiders are going to come out, bro. Get ready for war. I thought it was going to be an actual tag match, but no, uh, Lars just killed everybody. Lars also got fucking busted open. I was like, what the hell? Uh, I... There's a lot of shit going on with Lars Sullivan, but I'm actually a big fan of Lars. I think this guy's pretty great for a big guy. He has some killer matches in NXT, man, with, like, Cash's, Cash's no-no and all that stuff. I think he's... There's an upside to him. I think he's a very impressive human being for being that big. He's, you know, he's cool, but all that shit online. But I try to ignore that stuff. Like, I don't want to, you know, judge Lars the person. I want to, you know, judge Lars the wrestler. So, that was just... Fucking random. So, WWE Championship. Big Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. I honestly didn't care who won this match, but not in a bad way. It's just, I like both guys a lot. Kofi's great. His title runs doing better. I feel like he needs a serious edge, though, soon. This is my only problem with Kofi Kingston. Like, yeah, it's awesome. You're, you know, the WWE Champion. I wanted you to win so bad. But you're, why are you still handing out pancakes and being a joke? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people want to see, like, Kofi... He needs to get a little serious edge. Like, when he starts beating the crap out of people and going in on people, like, when he starts stomping on Daniel Bryan, I'm like, that's what we want to see. We want to see Kofi have a little serious edge to him, but... I don't know. That's all I mean. Uh, Kevin Owens has been, you know, there. since coming back. The whole babyface thing did not work at all. 
but yeah, he's back to being heel where he belongs. And I thought this was a great match. I'm not going to lie. I thought this match was going to be okay. But this was actually a pretty good match. It was very, very solid, action-packed. Uh, pretty st- stiff shots by Kevin Owens. My man was motivated. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Kofi Kingston hit a double foot stomp on the fucking ring apron. He, like, jumped up, stomped him on his chest. That was great. Uh, SOS for a 2.5 count. That was pretty close. Uh, Kingston almost tapped. Owens got him in the fucking Walter Jericho, which I thought was cool. I'm like, hey, for his best friend. Uh, really good pop-up powerbomb. He sat down with it. That looks sick. I'm like, dude, that missed that being your finisher. I like, I don't like the stunner being his finisher. Cause I'm just like, that's such a baby face move. Like you're always going to get a baby face reaction hitting that stunner, but yeah, but that the pop-up powerbomb, that was like a 2.8. That shit was so fucking close. I really thought he had it. Uh, stunner attempt, uh, trouble in paradise. You knocked him out the ring. Uh, Owens came back in, hit the stunner, but Kofi hit the rope. He grabbed the rope, so I was like, oh, shit. Like, they actually had me here. I thought Owens had it a couple times when he hit that pop-up powerbomb and then the stunner. Uh, for some reason, Owens got really mad when Kofi kicked out the stunner and then took off his shoes. He just took out Kofi's shoes. I'm like, okay. And then he just got up, hit a trouble of paradise, one, two, three, with no shoes and one. I... I don't get it. Like, the match is really good. Um, he retained without the help of the New Day, which I, Kofi needed to prove he does not need the fucking New Day, which is cool. I I really thought Big E was going to come back or something, but no. Kofi just won straight up, Trouble in Paradise with no shoes. So, I was like, okay. Uh, Xavier Woods came out and celebrated. And, yeah, Bunny in the Bank fucking main event. It is... Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet, Randy Orton, Andrade, and Ali. Sami Zayn was taken out, which sucks. I was really looking forward to seeing Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is untouchable right now, dude. Promo skills and ring work, he's always had it. But Sami Zayn is on a whole other fucking level. This guy's great, man. This match is great. Uh, I love this match. Just the ending was fucking trash. Orton made me laugh. Randy Orton was just chilling the whole time outside. And he grabbed Ali. Back suplex on the table. He grabbed fucking Ricochet. Black suplex on the table. He grabbed Finn Balor. Back suplex on the table. I thought that was great. I'm like, yo, Randy Orton not wasting any time. There was a time Randy Orton disappeared for like 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is Randy? We all started a Randy sleeping chant. Because I'm just like, yo, Randy just hit the spots. Got hit once and he was out. I'm like, that's Randy Orton. Uh, MVP of this fucking match. Finn Balor, man. Finn Balor deserves... An award for the punishment this man took on his back on this match. Like, what the hell was he thinking? I was like, yo, this guy's taking the craziest fucking spots. I don't I don't know. I was just like, Andrade hit a fucking sunset flip powerbomb over the ladder with Bally. Balor bounced off the ladder, hit again, and then fell off. And then the ladder fell on him. I was just like... What the hell? Ali hit a Spanish fly off the middle ladder. That was fucking awesome. I thought it was cool. McIntyre fucking gave a belly-to-belly suplex so hard to Finn Balor that this man looked like he was about to die. Uh, Corbin. Corbin was actually uh, fucking... I like Baron Corbin, but... 
we were the only people chanting Baron Corbin. Everyone turned to us in our section, me and my cousin, and they were just like, so I guess it's just you guys cheering for Baron Corbin. You're like, yeah, just us. <laughs> just us. BC clan, bro. Not the beatdown clan, but we got the BC clan. Uh, Corbin hit an awesome deep six to the outside to Ricochet. Ricochet came diving in. He just grabbed him and spinned him around like a maniac. Uh, choke slammed. Who did Corbin choke slam through the table? I think it was Ali, maybe. I'm not sure. Yes, it was. Ali, he lifted up. Bam, choke slam through the table. Uh, Corbin turned out McIntyre. McIntyre and Corbin were working together. Fucking McIntyre was also on point with the Claymores, man. My boy was hitting some sick Claymores. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, that was um, Corbin when he caught uh, Ricochet with a deep six. Uh, McIntyre, yeah, hit a fucking suplex on Balor on the ladder. I was like, what the hell, dude? Like, Balor's back, man. I don't know how this man's alive <laughs> after all that shit. Um, Randy got the spot of the, one of the spot of the nights, of course. I was waiting for it. McIntyre was climbing. Sweep the leg. RKO. I was like, hey, let's get it. Uh, Corbin took out uh, Orton real quick after that. Ali jumped on Corbin's back as he was climbing the ladder, which was kind of funny. Like a little Ali backpack. And Ali was going to actually win the match. And Brock's music hit and the energy. Just, oh my god, just everyone chanting, fuck you, Brock, just everyone with their middle fingers out, I was so disappointed, I'm like, I don't even hate Brock Lesnar, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm actually a Brock fan, I love Brock Lesnar, that's my guy, when he is on point, like, Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles, watch that shit, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan is one of my favorite Brock Lesnar matches he's had in, like, forever, Brock versus Finn could have been better, it was, it's too short, uh, Brock versus Joe back at that time. I'm like, Brock is not bad. Brock, the thing, if they let Brock go, he will do what he's got to do, man. If Vince McMahon looks at Brock Lesnar and says, I want you to wrestle tonight. I'm telling you right now, Brock is an amazing wrestler, but this was just trash. Brock almost killed the fucking camera people. He, like, threw a ladder into them. He threw a ladder, like, almost hit the crowd. Like, Brock is just crazy, bro. Brock does not give a fuck. But I'm like, why in the hell did Brock Lesnar, what is he, a fucking, like, five, six-time world champion, I think? Probably, like, four-time world champion? Why does Brock Lesnar, Bork Laser himself, need the fucking money in the bank? They do the, they've been doing this recently. Like, Braun winning the money in the bank. Okay, that was okay, but then you ruined it. You know, Corbin winning money in the bank, and then you ruined it. Like, Alexa Bliss winning money in the bank when Alexa Bliss was already a five-time fucking champion. Why did Alexa Bliss win money in the bank? I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, oh my god, my Alexa's going off every time I say Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Oh, that's so creepy. I didn't catch that. Oh, Alexa, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm quite cheerful. Probably because I've been thinking about my favorite animal. All right, thank you. <laughs> um, that was stupid. So I just like, why? Why do they keep giving money in the bank to people who don't win? Even Bailey. Bailey's a what? Two-time champion. Like Bailey didn't need it. You know what I mean? But okay. Like money in the bank is supposed to be for up-and-comers. Like, you know, even Drew McIntyre. Some people were saying Drew McIntyre was slated to win. He don't need it. He's fucking Drew. Mac Look at the motherfucker. He's Drew motherfucking McIntyre. Like, Ali, 
Andrade was my pick. I really wanted fucking Cien to win. Like, this dude is so fucking underrated. Like, this guy, he's he's on top five, too. I would say him after Adam Cole. He's just on point. This man is untouchable right now, too. If they let Andrade go, bro, he is legit top five best wrestler in that company. Crazy. But Bork Laser, man. We're getting Bork Laser. Um, I don't even want to think of him fucking cashing in on Raw. There's some talks of him cashing in now. Just so he can go to Saudi Arabia with the title. I'm like, please don't. Don't ruin Seth's title run right now. So, yeah, like overall, Money in the Bank was pretty good. It kept my attention. I was there live. The energy was cool. The crowd was really into everything. The Cruiserweight match thing was very disrespectful. I gave my crowd shit. Like, people, the people that were chanting Bori, I even turned around. I was like, you only think you even said, you're the problem. Your guys are the problem. Like, this is not boring. Like, legit, I was telling everybody, I'm just like, this is not boring. Like, you know what I mean? We had some people that were just like, you know, yeah, at least show respect to these guys. Like, come on, guys. Like, Tony Nese is great. Davari is great. But, yeah, Money in the Bank overall, two thumbs up. Uh, probably a little biased as I was there. I'm going to rewatch it and maybe, you know, touch back on it. But now we'll see what we'll take it from here. They are also unveiling a new title on Raw, and it's Mick Foley. I'm hoping hardcore title, 24-hour rule, man. This is the perfect thing. We got social media now. We can see people using it on Twitter, Instagram. Like, that would be great. I feel like they could have a whole gimmick. You know what I mean? But, shit, that's it for me. Um, could I try to do these regularly, you know, review everything there in here. It's not going to be a really set schedule for this stuff. But, yeah, just uh, fucking, it's whale talk, man. That, that, that's what it's like. It's just, you know, it's just whaling. So, that's it for me. Everybody take it easy. And watch more wrestling.